welcome to the third episode of the Super Freak Media podcast, No Ghouls Allowed. Joining me again this week are Charlie Clark, Liam Banks and Richard Parker. And I'm your host, John O'Butler. So to start things off, as always, what have we been up to this week? Richard? We were on set recently for 48-hour film sci-fi competition yeah. thing. That was With fun. Triscale Pictures. Yeah, that was a, that was a laugh. <laughs> Got to uh, take the new camera and the new lens for a test drive. So you were BTS photos? Yes. Can you give any details whatsoever, or is Uh, it literally your best shut up? I don't know, Liam. Uh, Well, they've released a still, I think, as of this. I'm not too sure when the announcement is as to who's won and who's getting screened. But um, I think it's apparent from the picture. Charlie's in it. I am. Um, You play a doctor... Yes. A scientist, a well, scientist. an entomologist. Entomologist, yeah. And this is part of the, is it the London sci-fi one? Yes. Ah, yeah, 48 hour sci-fi London film challenge. Hashtag London. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. But you don't oh, want to give anything away in case I Sophie don't think comes in and hurts Yeah, and yeah, yeah so I guess Sophie might come in with a big... Hey, Sophie. Yeah. Batten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beat no. us. It's which, very good. Which is fair. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was uh, you guys were there for a, a couple of days, I believe. I was, I was there for forty-eight hours. Well, you were there for the full thing. <laughs> All right, salty already. Um, I was there for the the first sort of morning and bit of afternoon. Yeah, but you had a very important job because you also sorted out chips for everyone. I did. Everyone oh. did. My car absolutely time. stank. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, fish and chips later that later yeah. that evening. I was on as assistant director, so a bit of a departure from what I'm used to, but still bossing people around, so that was that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we got a lot of good stuff, and then you were on in an acting capacity, I weren't you? I was, yes, which is a bit of a strange one for me, because when I work with Sophie, I normally do what you were doing. Yeah. I normally am her assistant director, so that was nice. So it's all done on time. No last-minute rush or anything. No, it's it pretty. Think, yeah, it was, it was all done on time. It? I think there's going to be an extended cut though. So yeah, because a lot of the stuff we filmed isn't in the film. It was a of, big like, scene time and editing. Yeah, but I think that's cut. usually the case, isn't it? Like whenever we do like the twenty-four hour ones, I feel like we always overshoot the mark a little bit. Yeah, because you've got a bit. You want to have a bit more though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Liam, you've been up to anything else? I've been writing a lot. In all honesty, I've very much got the itch at the moment to be um, shooting something else now. Mm. I've got a lot of lot of ideas. It's just getting getting the times together, obviously, around schedules and, and things and everyone working. Um but yeah, hopefully new content should be should be made very soon. Um, Sweet. Other than that, just just trying to watch as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just passed it on to Charlie. That's good, you just passed <laughs> it on the to me. Yeah. Um well this week I've been on three different things. The forty eight hour thing, which we've discussed which was directed by Sophie. And then I've um, had a little stint on Doctors this week as well, again directed by a woman, the episode that I went and filmed, and also been filming for Snarl, which is a werewolf film. I think I'm allowed to say that. I think that's about as much as I'm allowed to say. Which is also directed by a woman, so I've had a week full of female directors, which is lovely. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's the lady who's working on... She's the production designer on You Are My um, Sunshine. Yeah, which I'm doing next week. Yes. And, um, but it's she's... so incestuous, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just in each other's stuff. Yeah, she's taken the leap and she's doing her first... It's her directorial debut. Yeah. Um, it's LJ Stark Greenwood and she's awesome and she was a pleasure to work with. 
and I've got serious post-shoot blues now. I'm really missing everybody. So is this you done for a little while? Um, Well, originally we were going to do it all in one block, but because of reasons which I can't discuss because spoilers, um, we have to wait for something to be finished. (laughs) It was such a nice environment on the shoot. It kind of felt like stepping onto like a super freak media film shoot. Like it's very much a family. I mean, you know, the guys from doing some of You Are My Sunshine. Mm. The three of me, Jack and Jay, and the rest of the crew, we actually had quite the fun time, and it was there was a lot of laughs. I think that's that's one of the things. If you're having fun on set, it comes across, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be a fun scene that you're shooting, but if you're having fun on set, it's going to show yeah. you perform. Yeah, and it was really nice with this one, especially <clears throat> working with Jack, because... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was watching you. I was like, he's getting worked off. getting worked off. John O's not wearing well, well, yeah. it. Yeah. My name is Bill Wilkins. All of a sudden, it sounded like John was on 50 a day. He nearly did a Jimmy Savile impression. Oh, no, don't do that. Well, then, now, then. I know it's horror, but that's horror. What was I saying before John I just needed an exorcism. A cough yeah. sneeze, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, no, it was, it was actually nice on this one because we were having so much fun. Like, not that the stuff on You Are My Sunshine <clears throat> wasn't fun, but a lot of the moments in You Are My Sunshine for me and Jack working together were very emotionally heavy. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of time for us to be, you know, taking the piss and doing Sean Bean impressions, which was most of what our behind the scenes was on Snow. And we will be talking about Sean Bean later because yes. our main topic this week is going to be talking about deaths on screen. Mm-hmm. So Sean Bean's sure to pop up. Yeah, you <laughs> can't, you can't yeah, really talk that. about deaths on screen without talking about the bean. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Richard, I think you've oh the wrong gosh. podcast. <laughs> what can I say? You know, you're right there. I'm a poet and I didn't even realise. Nailed it. So, um, what have I been up to? I've been. Um, <laughs> You just wow. have a conversation with yourself. Yeah, just chatting you? to myself. Yeah. There's nobody yeah, thanks for asking, <laughs> What have you been up to, John? Now? What have I been I'll up to? Um, I would have asked, but he decided to have a coffin fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've been off work from my main job, but now I've, I've, been, I've been taking some family photos, bits and bobs like that, you know, just keeping it rolling in a little bit. But yeah, Making dumb monies. Making dumb monies. Um... <laughs> And then next week uh, I'm back on set for You Are My Sunshine where I get to finish off filming the scenes with uh, the lady who plays the older version of Charlie's character. Yeah, because who are you in the film? I am Charlie's son. (laughs) (laughs) Which I find hilarious. Which works out brilliantly. Yeah, Um, definitely makes sense. So it should be good. We're shooting for four days, then we've got a couple of days off and then last day on Sunday and it should... Then all be finished. That's principal photography done. But then there might be a couple of pickups here and there. But as far as I'm aware, that should be pretty much it. But it should be great. I'm really looking forward to it. It was really a nice chilled out vibe on set last time. I'm really looking forward to seeing your guys' stuff, like the modern day stuff, because I've seen hardly any of it. Well, that's it. We we saw I think two or three two or three scenes of of your stuff, Mm. and we're thinking, oh, this is cool because you can see where it's going to cut in and where the new stuff's going to slot in. But Mm. it's nice that you've got that. You've almost got that whole section of the story already filmed. This is just turning into like a light beam production. The ball like um, films like massive plugs. We're talking about plugging people. We should talk about our awesome artist who um, draws the pictures. Liam, do you want to just have a quick? 
Yeah, I mean, a uh, special or huge shout-out to Nathan Barlow. <laughs> um, he does all the artwork for um, the podcast, so he's drawn us all looking like Scooby-Doo uh, people, which is pretty cool. Scooby-Doo um, realness. Obviously, the other people get special guests and stuff that we'll be getting on. They'll get a nice Scooby-Doo makeover. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, he's awesomely talented. You should definitely check out his stuff on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, his Etsy shop as well, because um, he is a huge horror fan and he creates a lot of cool stuff relating to a lot of the horror movies that we love. Go buy um, his stuff, is basically what we're saying. NMB Artworks it is. Um, is the is the place to go, NMB Artworks. Um, also, he has a band as well, because he's really cool. I mean, we definitely need to get him on the podcast at some point, because um, he has like a streak of white in his hair, so he looks like the Bride of Frankenstein, but cool. <laughs> And then um, he does call electro music. Oh, with, sweet. I think it's Lunar Arcade, isn't it? It His is, band, well yeah. remembered. Cool. I mean, Nathan, just hit me up. <laughs> I'll just be your manager, here. it's fine. I'll, I'll get you these deals. But yeah. But yeah, I'm nice. sure we'll, we'll pop a couple of links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It'll be down below or to the side. <coughs> wherever it is. Depending on where, <laughs> what, what platform you are. And on. while we're plugging things, I completely forgot to plug the Snarl Facebook page. Snarl the movie on Facebook. Yeah, I'm just going to plug that as well. No, no. It's done uh, with the plugging. It's, it's, that one, it's done. That that one that won't have a link. Yeah, that was, that was being, <laughs> being caught. Yeah. No, don't cut it. Let's go, mate. We're um, working hard. Right. Have we seen anything good since last time? I know we're going to talk a little bit about us and Pet Cemetery later on, so we'll probably we'll leave those for now. But anything else that's taken our fancy? Richard, you told me that yeah. you've listened to something again because yeah. you like to break them rules. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't open his eyes ever. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Richard, have you seen this? No, man. No, no. <laughs> cool. No, it's going to be a thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, so mine, once again, is a is a listen-to podcast, audio drama kind of thing. Um, found it through Instagram. Um, cool. It's a Interesting. BBC4 kind of futuristic, thrillery kind of thing. Uh, called Forest 404. Oh, wow. Um, It's basically kind of set in a dystopian future after, I believe it was called the Cataclysm, where everything got wiped. Um, And the only... I want to say digital media, but it's not digital. It's analogue media, I guess, technically. That's all that's left. Um, So you've got people who have never seen a tree. Um, They don't know what any of this stuff (laughs) is. And... Uh, there is a, a 28-year-old woman called Pan who her job is to basically go through all this archived media and decide what's worth keeping. Um, oh so she spends a lot of her time deleting um, old media because all of a sudden... Storage is a very big, yeah. a very big thing. Um, and she stumbles across uh, some soundscapes of the rainforest. Oh, wow. And she doesn't know what it is, and it kind of it sparks this whole journey. And I'm about halfway through that. I mean, I'd That's never like cool. really think of podcasts or audio <clears throat> things as like a form of entertainment, but the possibilities there are kind of pretty much yeah. endless. Oh, they're <laughs> excellent. I love the way you say that while report- recording a podcast. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. Um, like serial... I think it's cool to like yeah. listen to people, but like a narrative sort of thing. Yeah, I, That's um, a really cool mm. idea. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I finally finished The Stand, which is fantastic. Uh, 47 hours of that which was amazing that's a commitment um, isn't it? yeah it was I a I need bit. to get this for like long drives um, it's worth it definitely worth it yeah. um, obviously then Forest 404 and anyone who actually knows me personally knows I'm a big D&D fan so the guys over at Critical Role with their yeah. um, their game they're a bunch of voice actors and that is an emotional roller coaster at times 
as daft as that probably sounds. No, I mean, I get it. Because yeah. you, you get so sort of caught up in the characters. You get very invested they in get characters. so invested in their characters. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Charlie, you seen anything good? I, since last time, went to Captain Marvel, which was a bit of everything. It was, yeah, it was a bit of... It was very good. It was the film that I kind of wish I'd have seen as a young girl. And if I had a daughter, I would be making her watch it. The soundtrack is freaking awesome because it's like all 90s kind of bands. So there's like no doubt, but garbage on there. So it's all the all the music was very much me as well. And uh, yeah, it's very cool. It's a very good film. So it's a nice little prequel to what is about to come. Or I think it will... The, It'll be out. It'll be out by the time this is yeah. this is out. So no spoilers. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. No spoilers here. <laughs> because yeah. we can't spoil anything. It was yeah. it was a nice it was nice to watch that after the kind of emotional torture that was Infinity War. What about you, John? I have because um, I'm I'm a sucker for the Purge films. I quite like the Purge films. I think mm. they're cool. I think it's a really cool concept. And um, we noticed on Amazon Prime the other day that the Purge TV series yeah. is on there. And I'd heard nothing but bad. Yeah, I was going to say. I heard yeah. it was yeah, pretty panned, awful. Yeah. But it's been renewed for a second series, um, and we thought oh, we'll, we'll give it a go, and really enjoyed it. Bizarrely, it was. Um, we watched. It's ten episodes. We watched it in about four days. It's a bit trashy. It's not. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not. It's not pretending to be yeah. anything that it isn't. But every episode, and you want to watch the next one. You know, and. Mm. And it, it, it sort Sometimes of keeps, that's all you need. That's isn't it, it, isn't it? It keeps your interest. There's about four different stories going on that sort of intertwine towards the end, and you get to see little different bits and bobs like that happening on Purge Night. So there's there's like a whole collectors and things where they would go through and sort of go out to collect people to bring into like Purge games and things, or there'd be like a fun house, for example, where people would pay to recreate like uh, like the Salem witch trials or something oh, like gosh, that wow. so you know, a lot of really cool that's ideas cool. Yeah. I mean that's what you like about the purge though isn't it is the setups for like I don't know the trailers are always packed with like this weapon is going to be used yeah. in this film yeah. this person's going to have this mask on this is yeah I think from what from what I've read there's there's going to be one more purge film and then the series um, how many are there now four, four. See, I think the the concept was good for maybe the first two because obviously the first one was quite contained, wasn't it? It's the first like was a home house. invasion. Yeah. The second one, I thought, yeah, they they went full James Cameron and were like, right, let's take it out and make it as big as possible. I yeah. think they're all just kind of following the same thing, so I think it's easy to maybe get it, it, it a makes confused, sense for them it? to keep doing it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's making money. Liam, you've been watching the new Twilight Zone. Yes, yeah, um, literally just watched the latest episode. I think, yeah, there's been four so far. Um, Absolutely loving it. Um, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of the first episode, but that's just because I don't like the actor who's in it. But what I do like is obviously that each episode is going to be different, so if you don't maybe like an episode, you know, next week it's probably going to be better. The first one kind of centres around a comedian, and then him discovering the ability of like how to make people laugh, but obviously with all of these tales, they're, they they've always got a moral message. So him gaining that answer and that knowledge means that he loses other things. The second one is a nice homage to like a classic episode and a classic moment from the movie as well, um, but with a podcast twist actually, which is really really cool. Um, so getting a bit meta there. Basically, he hears on like a podcast whilst he's on the plane 
that the plane crashes and it's going to go down. Okay. So he's listening to the podcast and then trying to figure out how to stop it from crashing. Like, I've cool. not seen something like that before. Third one is about like a video camera that has the ability to turn time back. Definitely has a very strong message. Like I found that quite emotional watching that one. I thought it was really quite cool. And then the fourth one was a little silly again. I think you guys would definitely like it. It's got a sci-fi <laughs> edge to it. Um, and set kind of at Christmas time somewhere like near Antarctica, but like in America kind of still. Mm. So like right at the very top of like America. And yeah, that, that was really cool. But again, just had like a really silly twist at the end, but really, really good fun. Okay. Are they all written by the same person or are they... No, they, they're they not all directed by Jordan Peele either or like um, he's the host and he's brilliant at hosting because it literally just takes his voice and him just to be like, welcome to the Twilight. So it's like, yeah, you're like, cool, <laughs> I'm in, awesome. <laughs> um but no, it's it's different people. I think there's probably like he's he's pro- executive produced it, I believe. Right. So he's probably made sure that they're all kind so of. It's got tangent. his stamp on it. Sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. And there are like little links in each episode as well, back to like old classic episodes. So you'll see like uh, props and costumes and things. Um, but they, I think they're very much all in the same universe because in the airport episode you can see there's magazines on the shelf. And there's, like, characters that you know are going to be in the next few episodes. And then the comedian from the first episode is, like, on the front cover of one of these magazines. Oh, OK. So you're kind of like, OK, this is cool. This so is all it's happening. It's setting up a universe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it, it's very kind of Black Mirror-ish-y. It's always kind of just, like, one step ahead or just... There's just something that's just slightly off. You spoke about Jordan Peele, <laughs> which yes. leads us quite neatly on to our first discussion That's of uh, so completely not seamless a, not, did you not, feel the train not stage <laughs> yeah fully his new film uh, Us which is his follow up to Get Out was released in the cinemas uh, about a month and a half ago mm. and has been critically acclaimed but pretty yeah. much everyone likes it mm. uh, I think it's pretty much had Okay. Uh, it's on an even keel, I think, with Get Out, I'd say, with the, with the acclaim. Maybe it's mm-hmm. probably not going to get the same amount of Oscar buzz, I'd imagine. But yeah. um, everyone seems to love it, so I just thought it'd be a good one to chat about and sort of get our opinions on it. I think we've all seen it, haven't we? We've yes, all yes. seen us. Richard, yeah. you've seen it twice. Yep. You hey, were, hey, oh my yeah. God, Richard's seen a film! Yeah. Oh my <laughs> but it's the same, you can't count this as two films, you've seen one film it's twice. one film but twice. I think that would be amazing to see it twice, because you when you kind of know where it's going. I would yeah. have I would have seen it once, but somebody got his days mixed up for Pet Cemetery, and we arrived a day early, didn't they, Jono? <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my God, we did something! We did exactly the same. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a day earlier, it was an hour early. <laughs> oh my God. But like, we, we booked for like the Monday, and we went on the Thursday, uh. so... Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of what we do. We turned up when two tickets for Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Have you seen Pet Cemetery then? No, no, not yet. Oh, no, oh. Yeah. So you're well, going to have to chat about it. Well, later yeah. on. Yeah, base it on. You can ruin our, it for on us. our opinions. Yeah, um, but that is a good point because we will probably be talking about us in a little bit of detail. So spoiler. Spoiler alert. That's spoiler alert. That sounds strange like a duck. So we're going to ruin a lot today. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to, yeah. So maybe just just end the podcast now. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Watching. Listening. Listening. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, Just to get a quick consensus of us, just first of all, Richard, did you like it? Uh, Yes or no? Can I answer it twice? Yes or no? Technically. No. (laughs) First time, not really. Did a bit of research, watched it second time, loved it. Right, Liam? Um, mm, yeah. Cool, good answer. I loved it. Charlie loved I've it. I've got a lot of time for Jordan Peele's films. 
I enjoyed it, but came out feeling a little bit, oh, and then I thought about it, and then I enjoyed it more, yeah. which I think is what you had, Richard, yeah. mm. which was, yes. yeah, you exactly sort of, you've got to let ex- it settle a bit, haven't you? Yeah, I expected more, I think, I, yeah. I went in expecting something, and then when it wasn't what I expected, I don't know, I wasn't like a huge, huge fan of Get Out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I really liked Get Out. I found both of them kind of let me down compared to the trailer. I think that's it. The trailers were the marketing, spot on. Absolutely spot on. I'm shaking my head. But actually, thinking about it and having discussed it on the way home with Rich. Mm. And like picking up on things and going, oh, well, that happened because of this, or oh, that makes sense because he does that. Actually, looking back at it now, I want to go and see it again. Yeah, the second watch helps. Yeah, you pick out little moments that you completely gloss over from a first watch. Well, what I think was good about it is even days after, I was still thinking about things, and then suddenly things did just click. Yeah, Yeah. like for example, with um, Elizabeth Moss's character. You know how on the beach she mentions she's had a little bit of surgery? And she is and then, um, a lady in a family who uh, is... White trash. What, yeah. Absolutely white trash. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. The but, then, but then, yes, but then yeah. there's the scars, but then she also then cuts her face yeah. the more her double does. Mm. And I, I was kind of just thinking, oh, is this just tried to be, like, weird and scary? But then I was like, oh, I, I think... I really there's respect the intellectual of, level. There's a lot of subtleties in it. Yeah, and a lot of mirroring. Details. Yeah, yeah, so there, there was yeah. one thing I really picked up on the second time around, which I never noticed. Um, they talk a lot about how the um, the tethered, I believe they're called, mm, yeah. are, they were created to try and control the people above, um, but it failed. And I kind of get from that that when it failed, the opposite happened. Yes. And they essentially mimicked the people above and there is a moment when they first enter the house where uh, the dad is sat on the sofa and he adjusts his glasses and then it kind of cuts to his his doppelganger who kind of like reaches towards his face and does the same sort of action but it's so subtle that unless you kind of you know the twist that's coming at the end you wouldn't notice it yeah, um, yeah. <coughs> I think it's very much like that with like Get Out, though, isn't it? Like Jordan Peele's definitely got a style of filmmaking, and it's something mm. he does really well. Because I remember loving Get Out when I watched that, and then did kind of what you did with us, read a few bits, completely missed half of like the little symbolism moments in it. Rewatched it, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god! Like I thought it was good the first time, but <laughs> hell, it was yeah. Get Out on a second watch after I kind mm. of knew what to look for was just incredible. I think it would be it's with us I mean I'm just going to give a quick overview of what it's about just in case people don't know and they're just you know they're listening to this Um, it starts off with uh, a family uh, some years ago and the little girl she experiences a a traumatic event where she basically sees a version of herself a doppelganger Mm. and then it, it cuts then to the future. It's probably yeah. worth uh, mentioning now. that it's in a hall of mirrors. It's in a hall so of her mirrors. Parents yeah, yeah. Don't believe so her. the parents don't yeah. believe her. Um, it's it kind of cu- genius. It cuts mm-hmm. to now, and her and her family go off on holiday to the place where this all happened. She's really worried about it. She doesn't want to go, and lo and behold, a family of doppelgangers turns up, and it becomes a home invasion thriller for about half an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you then you realise that actually it's not just the family that have got doppelgangers, yeah. it's everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on from there and you sort of realise that everyone's connected and 
the what happens above happens below yeah. this sort of thing but what what i really liked about the film was the moments of comedy i think that's mm-hmm. it treads a really good line i think that's what get out did as well i think it treads mm-hmm. that line between yeah. being horrific yeah. and then actually being really funny so the dad in that yeah he yeah. he's the comic relief he's in the, the whole comic thing. relief his threats at the at the start are amazing when he goes out <laughs> you want to get crazy <laughs> yeah. we can get crazy he goes out with the baseball bat and it's just, the bit that made me laugh is when he just goes now the police are already on day way and I was like that's it was like you could tell that he was trying to like big it up but it just wasn't yeah, working he's not like, that guy yeah. Yeah. No. It but was, it's yeah it's moments like that that worked and, and obviously mm. um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's performance oh is my god phenomenal it's everything because she is she's not just good as the doppelganger which is the one that you would imagine would be the one where she gets to sort of flex her yeah. acting mm. muscle but yeah. she is so good yeah as the mum Mm. Yeah, you know, as two different characters. So the the other little subtlety that I noticed the second time is something she does, and it's when they're having the discussion in the bedroom, and it's all the stuff where like she's been reflected as she's telling the story to her husband. Of the this is before anything happens. Yeah, this it? is before mm-hmm. everything happens. So she's kind of talking about her experience as a child, um, and about how like she says uh, she says something along the lines of I just don't feel like myself. And her husband trying to be the supportive guy and, you know, make a joke to get out of the awkward situation kind of says, well, you look like yourself. Hmm. And mm. there is a look on her face. And that look on her face the first time round, I passed off as a, she's pissed off at him making jokes because this is really important to her. But actually, when you watch it a second time, there's another layer to that. And it's almost a look of, oh, shit, he knows. Mm. No, he couldn't know. And it like, it was so subtly done yeah. that you don't notice it the first time round. I think I didn't at any point though not think that's how it was going to end. I, I think, think that's what disappointed me. I think that's it. I think the I moment mean, they had to lay the groundwork. The moment but... that you see the doppelganger at the start, yes. I'm just going to spoil the whole film now, <laughs> so turn it off for <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> you, in my mind, I was certain that at the end there would have been a switch. Yeah. Mm. No, no there's question. no other way no that question. that would have worked but I think that was also because I'm one of these people who watches the trailers like numerous times to I kind of do but it but the trailer myself. gives that away but it does because yeah. when she um, they see the people outside she's immediately like you can tell she knows what's happening mm. and yeah. like you'd only know that if obviously you knew what was going on plus the, the groundwork that's kind of laid before we even get into the hall <coughs> of mirrors so obviously she gets the thriller t-shirt yep yeah. mm. Obviously, Thriller, he transforms into something else in the video. Mm-hmm. Also, they mention that a film's being made whilst they're on the boardwalk, which is Lost Boys, which is obviously duality again. Yeah. So they're literally like, there's another version! Yeah. Well, it's everything, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? it? It's the whole 11-11 thing. I have noticed yeah. that yeah. so many bloody times since yeah. seeing that film. <laughs> like, honestly, I'll get up uh, like in the morning or whenever, or and then I'm like, why am I up at this time? Mm. Why is this happening to me? Like, yeah, you just see it. But this is this Awful. is what I I particularly love about Jordan Peele's style of filmmaking is I am so there for the directors that put in the groundwork and put in so much effort to be so clever with mm. their filmmaking. Yes, there's nothing wrong with a mindless popcorn movie where you just sit there and and watch it and it is what it is, but. I think, like, true, proper genius filmmaking is where you can watch it two, three, four, five times and go, it's, it's, shit, I didn't realise that before. And, oh, my God, that happened. It's yeah, the that's subtleties the yeah. of stuff. And 
the eleven eleven thing felt a little bit shoehorned in. Like it was mm. it was too obvious. But there was a lot of other stuff since reading that, like reading up about it, that I missed the the repeated rabbits. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so she's got a rabbit on a t-shirt. They yeah. cut off the head of one of the rabbit toys. Uh, her jumper says, uh, I think it's Tho, which if I remember rightly from reading it, it's Vietnamese for rabbit. It's amazing. Um, and it's this idea of going down the rabbit hole, someone yeah. was theorising, which, you know, kind of makes sense. But even in the inkblots in the trailer, there's like a rabbit at the mm. end of the title and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I have a huge respect for that stuff. <laughs> and I think that's where he elevates himself as mm. a filmmaker and why he has... Um, the respect and, and everything that he does but I just found the whole concept <laughs> so stupid and so silly like when I saw the first title card obviously about the tunnels and stuff it's I don't know I just that's I think the problem that I had obviously with Get Out as well um, spoiling that too sorry guys but the like the transplanting minds and brains and things too much of a leap and then yeah the government just wise cloning the entire population in tunnels below is kind of like like what like I, yeah. I I get it and I'm glad it offered an explanation but I think it would have been better if it wasn't if explained. it was more contained mm. it, because if, yeah. it, if it was but I do family. like how ambitious it was yeah so uh, I, I'm, it, yeah. I'm being if dead. it was a family or even a city like yeah. they yeah but it was literally it was. The, like the world hands across it? America. Yeah. yeah, was the thing. Wasn't it? <coughs> yeah, it was Did you, the entirety of America. One thing that I, I didn't pick up on um, because apparently, in a, in an interview, Jordan Peele said that it, it wasn't a film about race. Mm. So he said it, it. You know, obviously, Get Out very much was. Yes, mm-hmm. this isn't. Yeah, um, but I didn't pick up on this at all. But the title of Us US. is, is US. also US. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm obviously thick. And didn't realise this until someone mentioned it to me. And I went, ooh, shit, son. But it, it's... I, I do like that he's got something to say. Mm-hmm. I don't mm. think it was a particularly scary film. I think people go... No, no but there was horror. something very, very unnerving about the film. Like, I don't know what it was. Not as much as Get Out, but for the whole film, I just felt a little bit... On edge. On so edge. I thought it was all too familiar. Like I think the home invasion side of things was executed a lot, a lot better in like the strangers. Mm. Oh, I love um, the strangers. Mm. And like even like your next and stuff mm. that's putting an original spin on that. Like the, I don't know. Once you've kind of got over that initial kind of twist that the people that are hunting you down are actually you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I think they exhausted it as much as they could. And like I said, I really loved how ambitious it was. Like it was. Um, like all across America mm. uh, and obviously when they say who are you and they're just like Americans and stuff yeah. I, I, like that is so subtly like just creepy and just being like he comments on a lot um, but yeah it just it felt like a little little silly yeah and so, I'm kind of like thinking when they're all joined together like what what's the plan then now what are they gonna do yeah, yeah. like we've got that great ending image but then mm. where do we go from here I think in theory, then to, to summarise us, I think it is definitely a film that you should go and check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I it definitely has a second time. time. Had the biggest opening of any original uh, horror screenplay as well. Or, I don't know if it was just original screenplay. Really? Or, oh, wow! Or but it was definitely the biggest ever for for original yeah, horror. Has done well. It yeah, done I mean, really quite well. rightfully as well. But I think that he put in a lot of the groundwork for that to happen with Get yeah. Out. Oh, 100 percent. Like, and he's he's said as well that he's going to sort of stick with horror for a little while he's going mm. to stick with it but because he, he does it really well and he's got a an interesting voice I think yeah 
in that sort yeah. of circle. There's a trend there, isn't there, with people coming from comedy, I think, into horror, because obviously he had Key and Peele yeah. and a variety of stuff that he's kind of been involved in. Um, but like you said, the comedic side of things worked really, really well to, I think, alleviate the tension before yeah. you yeah. Got, then got, mm. this is going to lure you into, a, like, a nice false sense of security, yeah. which was done quite well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So you've also been to see... Pet Cemetery. Richard yes. and I haven't because well, it came out the day after yeah. we went. We, <laughs> we went to see it, but we didn't see it. So we saw us instead. Excellent. So Pet Cemetery, yes or no? Good. <coughs> no. Not good, really? Charlie. So you've not seen the original? I haven't you? seen the original, so I have no frame of reference. I didn't have a problem with it. I wasn't blown away by it. Um... But Have you again, guys seen it, the original? No. it felt a no. bit. For me, it, it felt a little ploddy in places. I don't know if you agree. Mm. Like it was a bit like we're making a point, but we're a bit stuck in the mud with the point, and we're going to just really kind of plod through the story. And again, the ending was. I think when I came out, I thought I liked the way it ended, but you on reflection, I think yeah. I don't like the way that it ended. I don't know. It's. The, it's got it's got it's got good moments. The, the thing it's is, just quite plodding. I think again with the marketing, it was hyped up to be uh, a lot better than it was. It was mm. made Tra- to look yeah. like the scariest thing. Yeah, trailer wise, yeah. it looks fantastic. The trailer really is amazing. I I'd say if you haven't seen the original, then you'll probably love it because it is a really cool story. But again, it's Stephen King, so I think anything he writes is always going to have something redeeming about it. King of horror, um, yeah. but. What kind of annoyed me is the fact that the original um, film, I think from it's either late eighties, early nineties, uh, directed by Lady as well. I'm sure actually. it came out in nineteen ninety. Uh, I think it, yeah, it, it was, was in the nineties. Um, what everything that they've taken and kind of done something different with from that original film is in the trailer. Right, absolutely everything. So I don't know if you've if you've read the book or, or not, but. In in the book and in the original film, it's the little boy who actually dies. Um, whereas in within this one, it's the little girl who's who's slightly older, and it works because the girl's obviously at an age where she can ask questions. And there is a really great scene where, where he, she's obviously come back and he's combing her hair in the bathtub. And that is a good scene. And I like she's scene. obviously like dead, and he kind of sees that all her skulls stay pulled back together. And it's it is like that is a really good scene because. You wouldn't get that with like a toddler. The toddler can't ask questions about being dead no. and like why they're back, and and it did make it quite creepy. But again, it was a little girl with long hair doing creepy little and girl things, and the thing is, seeing a toddler do that is kind of odd. But yeah. it was spoiled in the trailer. So if I if I'd seen the film and I thought that the kid was gonna, the little boy was gonna die, and then the little girl had died in it, I'd have been like, oh my god. Because they set it up almost like that, don't they? Because you see the little boy running into the road and then the dad saves the boy and then the girl gets hit. And you're just like, oh my God, you've given it away in the trailer. You just go... But it is horrendous to watch, isn't it? But what no, I will say... because it was terrible because the, they're, like, green-screened in as well. Like, it literally looks worse than the 90s. It was quite heartbreaking, like, but... the kid literally appears in front of, like, this truck my, going towards it, and it's my like... My big issue... <laughs> my issue I'm waving with about, it sorry. was the... Like you said, it's another girl. She's dead. She's got long hair. 
She's creeping about. She's obviously been directed to do it a certain way and it is a bit hammy. And if you compare her performance to the kids that are in Us, it's just on another level. Like, those, the boy mm. particularly in Us... I mean, the girl, obviously, she's a bit older. She's a teenager. She was amazing. But the, the boy in Us is mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. phenomenal. There wasn't a and big link there, was there? No, no there wasn't. but then you look at Pet Cemetery, and the bath scene is unnerving and creepy but other than that she's just a little bit hammy creepy little girl and it was a bit I, I was just kind of like just spade her in the face like I, I wasn't there for her like I really didn't like it I was just like if I was Jason Clark's character I probably would have spaded right, her by like, now nah just kill it That's like fine. she was I mean I think the whole point is great, that he doesn't want her to be dead <laughs> That's why no I know I know and I get that and I get and it is a great concept like you know, I think we've all got, just to touch a nerve, I think again, we've all got the, somebody that if we had the power to bring them back, yeah. we would yes, at any yeah. cost. Like, the the book is genuinely terrifying and the the the, the, the original film it is great. I think the makeup effects in the original film possibly better than they are in this one. The okay. cat is probably the standout the cat in, is this, brilliant. in this film. Like, Church gets to do a whole lot more in this one. Is it a legit more, cat? It's yeah, there's two, by two. Called Leo and Tonic. Leo and Tonic, yeah. We follow, we follow them, them on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so... Why is it played by two? I think because one of them plays more of, like, the Gaulish cat where he has to do, like, the hissing and... Is that oh, Leo? Sort of things. Oh, yeah. Leo is a bit more... They literally think... attended the premiere in bow ties. Like, yeah. these, cats, these cats are doing better than, like, me. That's yeah. amazing. Like, like, 100%. They tread... It's pretty much a carbon copy of the original, apart from, like, the bits that they've chosen to change. But as I said, they're all in the trailer. So if you've seen the original, you've pretty much seen the remake then because any bit that's different... It's like even there's... I think it was one of the first films to kind of feature the back of an ankle getting slashed. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that looked horrendous. In the, in in the first, yeah, in the original, it's, it's, grim. it's awful. And, like, this is a little toddler, like a two-, three-year-old kid who's got a scalpel who does this. Um, but in the original, he does it from under a bed. Right. And gets in. Hmm. Whereas, if you've seen the trailer, you know it happens on a staircase. Yeah. So you're going to so make it in the film. It in the film, it. he goes to the bed and you're like... And I know from the original, I'm like he's going to get his ankle slashed but I've seen the trailer so I know he's going to so he kicks the bed away then he goes on the staircase then gets his ankle slashed so I'm mm. like for f**k's sake don't do this yeah, it's so, it's so disappointing so to summarise it ruins itself in the trailer ruins itself in the trailer totally so which yeah. seems to be a, a problem with films in general that they mm. give away all of the best bits yeah. yeah so it ruins itself in the trailer if you've seen the original you've basically seen the remake and it does, yeah. it, yeah. it, does it better yeah the original and if you need to see one kind of horror film, see us. Yeah. yeah. I would say. I can hear something in the in coming from the corner. Oh no. What what could it be? Oh, it's a fact. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's, a, it's a fact. About, I was far too slow on the pickup there. I didn't know what was going on. I got a little bit nervous, I'll be honest. So, um, just a man in the just corner. Just a man stood yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Oh, Derek, you're right. He was like, oh, God, you've been here the entire time, have you? Excellent. That's not terrifying. <laughs> Did you know? Probably not. That uh, Nicolas Cage obviously spells his name N-I-C-O-L-A-S. For Nicholas. However, <laughs> Cage. when he shortens it, he shortens it to N-I-C-K. I didn't think he did. No, I didn't either. Uh, on correspondence from Nick Cage. I thought that's it was N-I-C. That you've had. From, yeah. <laughs> Personal. No, no, he does. No. He, that's how he Personal signs correspondence from Nick oh. and his co-writer. Oh. Just so you know. 
What does the K stand for? Just cool with a K. <laughs> cool with a K. Cool, But there you go. That's my uh, fact of the month about <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Cage Corner. Okay. Oh, nailed it. Essential. Which leads us on to because I'm sure Nick Cage has died in quite a few films. To Google. Uh, best movie death. So this doesn't have to be uh, a death that is spectacular. It could be a death that is the best because it's <clears throat> so heart-wrenching or it's just hilarious. Or it could be because someone's head explodes. I'm going spectacular. Um, and we're going to have a bit of a chat about it and we're going to spoil everything. So if you we talk about a movie and you go, oh, I want to see that... We're Maybe probably going to tell you that your favourite character dies. So yeah, so just just end the podcast here. Yeah, thanks Rose. for listening, guys. Rose. Back again. <laughs> um, are we just going to keep going around in a circle and just yeah. reel them off? Because I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've got a few. I've got a few. Um, we we come with lists. Shall I? Shall I kick it off? Yeah. Um, because I oh just, my god, that's a chody list. I uh, know the top bit's about us. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit, that's a whole paper. Um, first one for me. Um, is, is Liam's just crossing them off as I go. <laughs> um, I don't think Liam will have this one, but it's uh, Mel Gibson's death in Braveheart. Yes, I don't. Have oh, it, why don't yes. you have that? That's like your mum's favourite so, film. So good. So, so he good. gets hanged, drawn, and quartered as William Wallace, and has the best chance. Freedom, which is glorious. Can I just do a bit of a? Richard here and I've never seen Braveheart oh, I also haven't I've what? never seen Braveheart I'm so again, sorry so again, I've, I've, I've seen Giant. bits yeah. but to but, be fair two people in the room who have seen it both say that that death is pretty good yeah, so it is good. I will check it out mm. Mel go. Gibson at his finest I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah plus he just directing himself as well on the table oh why not stunning yeah. spoiler alert he's on a table while I'm <laughs> yeah. just in Ikea <laughs> just just <laughs> It wasn't shot in Ikea, probably. Richard, um, death in a movie. I'm, I'm going to change one of my answers now because you've just made me think of it, but the the god of dying on screen, Sean Bean. You bastard! You bastard. Oh. Um, with bastard. Uh, Black Death, his his being quartered is pretty... Um, Pulled apart by horses. Yeah, pretty, mm. pretty grim. What's the scent? Black Death. Not it's seen the it. uh, plague film, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God! It is, is horrendous to watch. It's not a great film. It's very no, it's dark, not great. Film. Isn't it's it? nothing else but for that scene. Yeah. I've seen him pull someone apart between two lobbies, though, in Hitcher. So he kind of got his. He does get his own back. Yeah, got his own back preemptively. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Found out before we filmed this. I did already tell you guys. But I'm going to tell you again for the benefit of the podcast. Sean Bean has died as of. 2017. Panicked there, Charlie. <laughs> no, he's not Sean dying. Bean has died. No, it was his birthday the other day. Um, Organ music. <laughs> <laughs> no, as of September 2017, Sean Bean has died in 25 out of 119 of his films. Yeah, 25 out of 119 is still quite a few. Not yeah. as much, though. I think John Hurt and Bella Lugosi were the top two okay. on this list. No. Mm. Interesting. John Hurt has a wonderful death. He does. Are we going to. Is that somebody's? No. But it should be. In Alien? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the chest burst. I can't believe I did, I, no, I, I didn't know. I, I was no, thinking I about it, but oh I... Oh, my gosh. Yes. It is a good... 
That's the Jasper. Yeah, that's definitely what happens. Yeah, that's how it happens. This, am I right in thinking that they didn't tell anybody what was going to happen in that? Nobody we no, asked didn't. about that, didn't we? Bum? Yeah. So, so sorry, just to just to name drop. So, uh, me and me, Clang. Me, me and Jonathan actually met John Hurt uh, at a film festival once. So uh, we actually, yeah, we actually asked about it, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I can remember we had a shit Corey, and then we we got to speak with. Oh, I don't know if we spoke with him and then had a shit Corey. A shit Corey happened as well on the day. <laughs> um, I don't know if I actually asked, or if I know I asked him about Alien at some point, yeah. but he said, obviously him and the crew and everyone who were in knew about it. I think Sigourney maybe didn't, and the other lady who was was there. But anyone who's leaning Anyone who it. was kind of, yeah, they, they kind of knew there was going to be a little bit of blood, but they didn't really know that there was going to be a full alien just, <laughs> just coming out. out. That's yeah. Awesome. That's so, cool. yeah, but I mean, you can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah, those reactions are genuine. It's the yeah. other woman, it's the other woman, like, I, I can't, I'm so annoyed I don't know her name, but it's when she reacts to it. <laughs> and you can just see that she's just like... She has no idea. Shit. I, yeah. I think she literally is, she's like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, God. God. oh God! Sweet. So we, we've actually come up with a few there already. Yeah. Uh, well, we, speaking of aliens, uh, oh. because it is my mission every oh. every, every episode. So, um, can you remember is in, this... uh, in ET? Uh, <laughs> ET just kind of fake dies halfway through, doesn't he? So does he? Yeah, he does a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, he gets falls out of the basket from the yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just <laughs> under the wheel. Um, oh yeah, I I suppose. This is kind of like my only maybe non-horrifying one on my okay. list. Okay. Um, but it is horrifying in its own way that I cry every time it happens. Oh, so, but you know he's okay. Yeah, I do, but I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like Toy Story 3 when they're all going down into that inferno. That yeah, likes the yeah. worst. Oh my God, they're all going to get melted. That's yeah. my childhood in a pit of fire. Great. Oh, that's yeah. just reminded me of, it's not even an, like a, it's the bit in Up. That is oh hard, my God. heartbreaking oh, no. start to a film. It's just the same bit of music oh. played ever so slightly different. Yeah. With the images, you're just like, oh God, why in the fields? Speaking of Up, Liam made me watch Up for the first time. When we were leaving when Disneyland. When we were leaving Disneyland. <laughs> we were coming back from our dream holiday. So it was already like pretty like broken and upset place, and yeah. then he was like let's watch up because you've never watched it I don't it. think I was and quite I, that jolly I, I knew what was going to happen <laughs> I fully on a bloody plane back to England already feeling miserable as shit like fully cried and I was like Ugh. and then yeah. to cheer myself up I decided to watch Lilo and Stitch completely forgot there's a massive heartbreaking moment in that as well and I was like just oh, I want to go back to Disney yeah no just genuinely some heartbreaking stuff in kids films as well yes. it's literally the bit where Gertie jumps when he gets resuscitated I cannot deal with that so, I'm like <laughs> nice little segue to mine in fact there's two that are kid film mm. So I'm going to just rattle through them. First one, The Lion King. Oh, Mufasa's yeah. death in The Lion King. I defy anyone who has watched that without crying their eyes out. It's absolutely f***ing horrendous. Just as horrendous in the uh, live Yo show as well. God. Can you imagine? Oh, the stage show? Yeah. yeah I haven't seen is. the stage show, but... It's yeah, mortifying. It's... I remember... I still can't now... So, yeah, that's pretty horrendous. The second kid film, Horrendousness, is Artax in The Neverending Story. If you've not, not seen, seen The Neverending like, Story... I think I've seen it, Whoa. years ago. Oh, my god! I just remember big, fluffy dragon dog yep, thing. Yeah, that's the one. So, right. Artax is the horse... Right. That I don't remember the horse. ...gets 
kind of swallowed into like um I can't remember if it's a marsh or if it's quicksand, but it's and he's there like holding onto the reins, oh, trying to pull him out. Like, Come on, you can do it. I'm like, scare him out. I don't care about the kid. Kill the kid. Just to get the horse. It's it's absolutely heartbreaking. Oh, back to Sean Bean. Oh, good. Two of my favourite Sean Bean deaths. I think you might be about um, to say one of mine. I'm gonna. I, I think I know the one that you're gonna say. So I'm gonna slip over to the other one. Yeah. Cheeky. Uh, Sean Bean uh, playing 006 in Golden. Oh, yes! Uh, which uh, Ben Bloor also uh, spoke yes. about on your little shout out. He said yes. that it was a great death. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'll just reel through the social media ones. I love any death that involves somebody falling off something massive and then giving it the big scream as they fall away from the camera um, is perfect. So, yeah. yes, uh, Gruber in Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Another brilliant one. The, the best part about that one is when he hits the deck and then it just cuts to one of the FBI guys at the bottom going, damn, I hope that wasn't a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Didn't, I don't know if it was you, one of you guys who said it. Didn't they, to get his reaction, or I don't know if it's actually Alan Rickman who said it, they dropped him on two. Yeah, they did. They counted down. They so did. Like three, yeah. two, and dropped yeah, he him. Dropped so really, he was really pissed about it as yeah. well. But, it wasn't happening. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. It looks so good. But the um, Sean Bean's death in Goldeneye is, is similar, in that, but instead of being on top of a building, they're on top of a, a giant... Um, like Fuck antenna satellite, satellite yeah. Dish. yeah and he looks up at James Bond and goes like for England James and uh, James Bond just turns around and goes no <laughs> <laughs> for me and then drops him and he's like oh shit son you and then he dies but he would have fully but, but, just oh, wait, exploded no, when he no, hits the floor he but he doesn't, doesn't. He hits the floor yeah. and then the mast falls yeah. on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> and crushes him. Oh, so glorious. so rewarding. He is, so he is the king of deaths. I I've got a Sean Bean one that's just oh, sprung to mind, okay. but I'll save it. We'll see it. if Richard's going to tick it off first. Richard. I I'm guessing that your other one was. Boromir in oh. Lord of the Rings. I'll be shot 18 times with a bow and arrow, it's, you bastards, I mean, it's, it's and I'll so, still keep f***ing fighting. It's only three, but, like... <laughs> well, it feels... It so goes on for a long it's, time. It's horrendous, because you just watch him as he, like, takes the arrow, and he kind of... in, He just it? kind of, like, drops, and then he's just like, no, f*** this, and he's just straight back in there. And you're like, oh, man. Because throughout the entire film up to that point, he's the one that's been an arse as the one who could Mm. be after the ring for his own... I mean, it's done so, so well, because the fact that you do feel so bad when it happens. Yes. It's the scene being. Scene being. Scene being. Scene beyond. Scene beyond. Scene beyond. Liam, you've got another one on your you've little got list. A Sean Bean I've, one. I've not got any Sean Bean on here just because I thought we'd just talk about Sean Bean's entire career, yeah, so I thought much. I'd go elsewhere. <laughs> um, I'm trying to pick uh, a lot point of these. And just... A lot of these are going to be horror based. I think I'm just going to go with the back first. So, Switchblade Romance. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. Um, the French there's, film. Yeah, there's a home yeah. invasion portion of it yeah. um, where she's kind of up in the attic and she mm-hmm. looks down and sees. Uh, the father doesn't fare too well in the situation. He actually gets his head shoved through a banister. Can't get his head back. And then a cabinet's just pushed, pushed. so his, oh. his head kind of just plops off. Oh, that sounds ideal. It's actually amazing. <laughs> like, it's it, it, so good. It's I, I mean, all of the deaths. Talking about... Um, just going to slip another one that isn't on my list. Because you, the again. French film. Yeah. Irreversible. Which oh, is not just... It's, it's a... Story that's told backwards, so it's a revenge thriller, oh, okay. but where the revenge takes sort of place first, and then you see why. Yeah. You know, so it's, it goes backwards. Cool. Um, it is 
infamous for like a certain scene, but the scene that is has the best death is uh, a fire extinguisher to the face, oh. uh, where it doesn't cut away; it just yeah. sort of keeps going until it's full mosh. Oh, lovely! Um, but that that's a good one to a, a slightly lesser extent, but. Um, I think because it's very fan footage helmet cami uh, in wreck. Oh God! Bump with the. That I don't, film. Was it was it the axe? I can't I remember. A, fucking, a sledgehammer or something yeah, in it. Just firemen in the background. Just yeah. yeah. Splat. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> that terrifying. <laughs> I mean, not. yeah. It's oh yeah, my gosh. That when a death can also be terrifying. Right. Is it's probably that, that, no that series. First one great. Second one great. Third one. What was that? Yeah. Fourth. Now you take the third one's the wedding, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Weird. Yeah. yeah, I kind of like when she's got no arm. Yeah. <laughs> still bad. John's, yeah, John's John Sponge. Sponge. Yeah, it's getting kind yeah, of John trouble. Sponge. Charlie? Um, I, one's just sprang to mind, and it's not the Sean Bean one, but I'm going to talk about it before I forget about it. Sorry. There's a Netflix series called Love, Death and the Robots. I don't know if any <gasps> yes, of you have seen I've it. I've heard a lot about it. It's, we watched, um, me and LJ, when we were filming for Snarl, there's a werewolf one that Jay had told us to watch. <laughs> um, I think it's called Dog Soldiers. And oh. it's very good. It's very, very cool. Um, it's it's like game animation. It's very, like, yeah. realistic animation. It's really cool. Um, but there's a death in that. There's a werewolf, two werewolf guys in the army, and there's the other army, the other people that they're fighting have also got werewolf, werewolves. And one of them dies, so the other one kind of goes a bit rogue, and he's like, F*** the army, I'm going to go and get this bastard myself. And... Um, they have this big, big fight, and he, like, dislocates his jaw over this guy's face. And th- this guy's... W- this is when they're werewolves. It's, go- it's going further and further into his mouth, and you think, f- is he gonna- he's going to bite his out? And then he just crunches down on his skull, and his face explodes. Ooh. And it's like, oh, oh, I- yeah, it was, it was quite, quite... I always gruesome. find, like, you know, when there's violence in, like, cartoons or animation... Something that kind yeah. of really freaks me out. But then out. after he's like, dead, he like morphs No, back. but you know like Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror? Oh, that's the yeah. one's taken the time to animate that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, what's the name of the cat and the mouse? Itchy and Scratchy. Some of the stuff in that, you know, like where they literally just peel skin off each mm, other. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Enough of that now. <laughs> yeah, no. You had a Sean Bean one, then. I did have a Sean Bean one. Uh, Equilibrium. Yes. Where he's just casually reading his little book and he knows he's going to die, so he brings his book up to his face and the guy just shoots him in the face through the book, which is quite yeah. spectacular. And Simple, I think yeah. it's accompanied by some quiet, like dramatic music. <laughs> so, yeah. I just wanted to segue a tiny little bit um, and just say, because recently there's been a lot of... Well, there was a trend, wasn't there, for films that they came out based on the fact that they're going to have a spectacular death. Mm. Yeah. Final Destination series saw. <laughs> Every time you went, yes. you were going because yeah. there was yeah. Um My favourite Final Destination one. Oh, you, know, no. you know, if you're taking something off my list, John, right. this is, this I'm is looking forward to um, this. There's going to be a fight. I will mention it, but then I'll let Liam talk about it if it is the same one. Get ready to but it's the, the uh, it's the gymnastics. Oh, you f- Liam, talk us through it. <laughs> no, 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 honestly, I've got a list, so no, you, no, you, you go, go for it. You go for this one, no, I've got a list as well. All right, so Final Destination 5, yeah. um, which I think is quite good. I mean, the series as a whole was incredible. I love it. Which, funnily enough, I actually bought up uh, stats to, as to how many like horror kills have happened, you know, like horror series. Yeah. So like, you've got the classics like Freddy, Jason. Final Destination is actually on par 
with Freddy Krueger on Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, oh yeah. The amount of people that he's killed. So they were fourth on the list. Okay. And the list being uh, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, um, Death from Final Destination, Leprechaun was only one behind as well. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, Pinhead. Yeah. Uh, Ghostface. You've then got Chucky, uh, Leatherface. And then finally, we had Jaws. There's a lot of Jaws films, though. Yeah. There are a lot of Jaws Four. So they've packed... Well, they got 18 in there, so... How many people does a Sharknado killed, though? That's what I want. I mean, infinite amounts, which... um, (laughs) Infinite (laughs) amounts. Sharks in a tornado. But yeah, going... I mean, the the series as a whole was great because, like you said, you went into those films... For one, for, like, the big accident scene, I think, yeah. mm. where they were ultimately then going to realise they could Every see time, stuff. it was more yeah. spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from maybe number four. I think number four was a bit... Nah. Which one was that? The racing one. That, I think that's oh. the only one I've seen. It was because Richard. I didn't like... No, wait, there was Richard. there was, there was, there was one to <laughs> Between do with this and scaffolding a, a, a as well. Osama bin Lom- Zombie Lada. A zombie. Oh, the zombie, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's, what, what's the one with the scaffolding? Yeah, at the end. Is that that film? Yeah, with God the damn it, I thought I'd seen another one. Never mind. It's just too CJ. Like, the other yeah. ones are a lot better. Yeah. Wasn't one of them specifically made for 3D as well? Yeah, that yeah, was, was Final that Destination one. 4. Yeah, what was the that Final one? Destination. Yeah. But redeeming quality about that was the escalator scene. Just for, I, I mean, I, that makes me actually... Because huh. when I go to see uh, films, you have to go down two escalators to get out. So seeing that film and then having to go on an escalator <laughs> thinking, mm, could get sucked into this. I, I was a big <laughs> nice fan of the, uh, of the stone in the lawnmower just being oh, yeah. fully thrown out and through someone's face. Got my eye on you. No, yeah. you don't, because you're dead. Yeah. Also, I because of the Final Destination series, I cannot drive behind big... Like oh my gosh! Lorries yes. carrying bits of like tree oh, or yeah, anything lots. that looks like I'll be a pedestrian. Anything like, like that. We'll like over. we'll be in the car. <laughs> we'll be driving somewhere. We'll get behind one of these vehicles and just go. Nope, <laughs> just overtake. No, Can't awful. deal with them. But the gymnastics. Yeah. Final Destination Five. Yeah, standout scene. Um, just because. I don't know. I think before that point, I'd never realised actually how dangerous it could be if it did go wrong. I think you just assume maybe if they do fly off, they'll go onto a nice spongy surface and everything will be fine. And there's actually that viral video, isn't there, at the moment where the, <laughs> oh. there's just oh, a girl the with the knee just ruins oh. her legs. Yeah, I watched yeah. it quite a few times. And I mean, like, so it is very real that yeah. these people are putting their lives in danger. Um, but the way that it's built up, you've got kind of the... It's like a pin or a nail, yeah. isn't it, on the... Um, on the... Uh, on the beam, beam. Yeah. yeah and then there's the, the the chalk by the fan and then the air vents like dripping yeah. it's like I, I haven't seen it for ages but I can so vividly remember it because you don't know what's going to happen um, so much that could go wrong and it's just awful and it's also the fact that I think she's probably still alive for a second. She twitches. And then she's like, no, I'm out. Because what happens is the dust sort of clears, doesn't it? And reveals <laughs> oh, this God, crumpled awful. mess oh, of a human being. Absolutely just, awful. But the thing is, I think, because I spend quite a lot of time in a gymnastic oh. centres. Oh, no. And every time I go on like the high bar, I'm like... Mm. So you, you've done that? What I've been on? The, yeah, and you've swung over. Yeah, and not flown off and. I've flown off, into. but I've flown off into sponge. Like oh, I wouldn't. No, I actually think off. I have seen this one. Yeah, now like, like it is absolute filth, but it is it's a it's wonderful the noise. One. Yeah, it's a proper crunch, isn't it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
we should beautiful. we should we should watch Final Destination <laughs> again. I think the whole yeah. series because the first series, yes. uh, the first one has uh, Sean William Scott in it as well, who is mm. brilliant mm. and everything. That's the one with the the bit at the end. Doesn't he die from something that's like rattling on a train Shrapnel track or something, track, and it yeah. suddenly yeah. just yeah. Goes yeah. And like? But I mean, that's, gets killed that is. I think what's good and maybe sets it apart from Saw is I can remember all of the deaths from Final Destination. But it, like, I yeah. feel like I can literally recall all of them. The one where he's, um, you think he's going to die because he stuck his hand down the garbage disposal, yeah, but then he gets his hand out and then he yeah. ends up with a ladder and it comes in his eye. But it's just it's such <laughs> genius misdirection. Yeah. But then just the payoff, uh, payoffs were always so so great, and so great. Ultimately hilarious. A lot of good moments in that series. I think one of the episodes should just be about Final Destination. I think to be so. I think we should rewatch them. Yeah, yeah. rewatch watch them. Yeah, um, yeah. So, because you technically didn't steal it, yeah, but no, I passed no, it over. Yeah. So, Richard, a film that we saw um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, last month, uh, Dream Home. Oh, yeah. The yeah, uh, that's Hong got Kong. some horrible deaths in it. Yeah, but oh. the f- one that stood out for me was the first one. Um, yeah, the, right at the start of the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, you're coming in kind of cold. You know it's going to be a little bit grim, but there's a security guard. He's sat watching a video wall. Um, oh, he's asleep. He's asleep. No, he's yeah. asleep, but the video wall just happens to be there. And a uh, lady comes in, um, gently places like a zip tie over his head, oh. round his neck, and then oh. just yanks it so tight that he, he, he's, he's strangling, basically. He can't get it off. Like, instantly. And that's, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's oh bad enough. God. So, like, his eyes are bulging, yeah. his face, oh. his veins are coming out. Oh, my God. But then he tries to get it out. Either. He tries to get it off by cutting it off with, like, a standing a, knife. A standing knife. Oh. But obviously, he keeps missing and oh. slipping, and it's just so drawn out. There and you see so many much. horrible deaths oh. in that but film. Like, little fantastic. cuts, oh. and, like, you just see it just... Sta- oh. But just that one wrenched by the end Awful. But then that film does have so many yeah, spectacular there's... deaths. Richard, next death, you got another one? Uh, I've got I've got a film full of them. The, the name of it's avoiding me. Uh, Weston, Samuel L. Jackson, in a cabin. Hateful Eight. Yes, thank you. Yes. That has so many, like, the least of which is John Ruth the Hangman when he this just. This is where I'm just going to go like blood this everywhere. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, what a film. I don't know, by the time you get to the death, you'll have probably forgotten again, because yeah. it's quite a long one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah it's, it's, it's one that I never got round you to. You could have shaved half an hour off it easy. Just yeah. by cutting out the shot of Jesus at yeah, the start. The start. <laughs> um, it went on for so long. But there are so good many good deaths. deaths. Yeah, so many good deaths. Tar- well, Tarantino's actually on my list as well. He definitely knows how to pack a punch, doesn't he, when he mm. kills people. So Liam, you've got some more on yes. Do you want, do you want to rattle through the list? I've, I've got quite a few. Rattle yeah. through the list. And pick out if we're going ones. round, I have one more and then okay. I'm out. Well, I on, I've on, got on three Tarantino more. then, um, Death Proof, yep. the car crash. I like that he... Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, the, the editing style of that is friggin' amazing. The fact that obviously we get it like five times, so we see how each individual person in that car like dies. Mm. Um, I also like that he kind of pulled a bit of a Hitchcock and kills the people that we've been following for the majority of the yeah. film to then just switch switch lanes get it road pun because it's about cars yes uh-huh. I'll see myself out <laughs> um, yeah so really really like that and I think that was probably the closest we're going to get to like maybe a horror until I don't know how it's going to be in yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see I think just because it's iconic the opening for Scream yes. I think is yeah. probably Incredible. one of the best deaths in cinema history yeah and I think it's all... It's not because it's particularly gory. I know, obviously, we see her kind of hanging from a tree at the mm. end. 
but I think it's the fact that she's like she can't speak her parents are right there and then they go into the house just as he like grabs her and then is like gonna go finish yeah. her off mm. and you're like oh for goodness sake if you'd have li- if it's she'd so have close. just like gone louder <laughs> or if the parents had just looked to the left we wouldn't have had the whole film we'd have been yeah. fine and it's like you know it's coming but you still you still kind of want her to get away and she doesn't opening scenes again this genuinely terrified me as a kid like I can remember this I should not have been exposed <laughs> to this so mum you're the worst if literally. you say Bambi I'm going to slap you oh god no no we're, we're past Actually, the lame that stuff was on my list. Um, no, I was going to say <laughs> right. but also the opening to ghost ship oh the the tight wire with the wire mm. Phil that was awful <laughs> yeah also speaking of kind of trash mm. but good trash well oh, good trash no, in my, my I know eyes. what you're going to say yeah Oh, first 18 film I ever got into when I actually wasn't 18, so <laughs> don't break the law, kids. Um, it's Piranha 3D. Oh. Packed full of probably some of the most inventive and amazing deaths ever. Like, literally, it's not the reason you went to see it, though, was it? Oh, God. Where it eats his dick off. And he's <laughs> like, they took my penis. <laughs> Love that. But the I think there's just one bit that really stands out is there's a girl's hair who gets caught in the propeller of a boat. Mm. There's oh, this absolute forgot about douche that. guy just literally boating over all these people. <laughs> <laughs> she gets caught and then she's like, stop, my hair's stuck in this propeller. And he just keeps pulling the engine and you're like, oh, it'll probably just twist a bit of her hair off, it's fine. Pulls it, it starts, fully scalps her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she probably just gets eaten. So that's probably one of the worst ways to go. Yeah, but again, not great, is it's it? not ideal. I think Alexander Ajar, obviously he was with Switchblade Romance as well. Yeah. Um, he really knows what he's doing when he's killing people oh. on, on film. I've got two more, but I'm happy to rotate round. Okay. I've got four more. So on, it wouldn't be an episode of the podcast if I didn't mention Nightmare on Elm Street. So there's actually two in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so technically I've got five. Um, just for sheer the, the way in which they filmed it, Tina's death, because they built the whole rotating bedroom mm-hmm. thing, and that like I think that's pretty freaking cool, the way that they actually crafted that. Um, and also you can't mention deaths without mentioning Johnny Depp being swallowed by a bed that then regurgitates his blood <laughs> all up into a room. So There yeah. was actually a cut as well, though, where he comes back out again and then just plops yeah. on the bed in front of his mum. Oh, amazing. He's just like... I <laughs> think... I don't know if I'd have preferred that to be the no, film, I, I to don't, be honest. No, I don't think it, it works. I think it works just just yeah. a lot of blood. What else you got, Charlie? You got three um, more. Let me go to my little list. Bear with. So, uh, oh, um, Donald, I think I'm saying his surname right... Gareno, Gareno. Anyway, Jurassic you Park. Didn't say it right a second time. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh! The T Rex on the loo. He's, oh, he's yes. having, so good. Yes. He's in the blue. He's having, you know, he's doing his he's business. Not a good time. Well, he's, he's T-Rex. hiding. See, see, I see Mandela effect, guys. I remember him going to the loo, thinking he was actually going what? to the loo. He, hides, he just runs he? away from oh, the kids. He? Yeah, because he's oh. an absolute. Well, nerd. so he leaves the kids in the car. And then he's hiding in a toilet cubicle. It's just T-Rexing the way that the walls just the go. Kids. <laughs> and then, yeah. It's so good. And then he off just the shitter. eats them off the loo. <laughs> Classic Marion Crane, psycho. Yes. How have we got through this entire yeah. conversation yes. without yes. speaking yeah. about Marion Crane? I mean, it's just everything about it is iconic, isn't it? They're like, who is it? Is it the mother? Do we know? Oh, we think it's the mother. Could it? Like, like you have no idea what's going on, who it is. Mm. You know, people 
I mean, it's iconic, isn't it? Because people genuinely thought that she was being stabbed. Yeah. Um, the fact that a cantaloupe also melon makes the most well. convincing Don't sound to be stabbed. Oh, did they? Mm. Didn't know that. But yeah, the cantaloupe melon apparently is the best one to stab to make a proper stabby sound. Chocolate sauce as well. And did Chocolate you know, sauce because it was black and white, it looked better yeah. than red stuff. Yeah. It did. Did you know that it was also the first film to feature a toilet in it? Yes. Yes. There you go. Because before Very that, cool. didn't have one screen. Speaking yeah. of firsts, can I interject with one of mine? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, has anyone seen the original Omen? Yes. The Omen? Yeah. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, are okay. you going to talk running through graveyard, lightning bolt? No, but oh, okay. again, I think that was kind of Final Destination before Final Destination, mm-hmm. the Omen was. But it was one of the first films, I think, if not the first, to feature a decapitation in the way yes. that it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the photographer gets it with a sheet of glass mm. amazing also love the the fact that at a kid's birthday party the maid's just like it's all for hang you Damien bye <laughs> yeah I love that um, and then yeah the, the, the mum getting it out of a hospital window and landing on an ambulance is pretty oh. spectacular <laughs> I'm going to change track oh. and then do my final one yeah, which I now have three. literally because <laughs> we are we, we're, we're about two hours guys. Yeah. so we'll um, we'll just talk about ours <laughs> that's not a train <laughs> so this one is very much not a film that preempts things uh, it's Titanic 2 uh, <laughs> now, Titanic 2 is oh, isn't God. the sequel to Titanic it's called Titanic 2 because the ship that they go on is the Titanic 2 lo and behold it sinks it hits an iceberg it sinks Oh my. Now, Titanic 2 is made by... Uh, it's the Asylum production company. Um, and it's written by, starring, produced by Shane Van Dyke. And his you death... You know far too much in the about film this film. I'm with you, John. Is stunning. <laughs> yes. Now, at the end I mean, of the I film... I watch it twice. Oh, it's... Yeah. At the end of the film, the, sh- the ship has sunk and he needs to rescue somebody who is down below. Uh, he's got one tank of air. Yeah. Right? He he swims down, he gets to her, he manages to get her out of, like, whatever she's stuck behind, and then decides that the best option now is to give her the tank of air. <laughs> Not thinking, oh, we could go up together, we could share the air, or maybe, I don't know, there were countless other things of, oh, now you're safe, how has she been breathing? I don't know how she was breathing down there. Anyway... He decides that the best method, and he somehow communicates this with her, is that it's okay because it's cold, I'll stay down here. You'll be able to come back down, get me to the surface and revive me, and we'll be fine. So she's like, mm, okay. Goes up to the surface. Obviously, it's fine. <laughs> they go back down later on, rescue him, bring him back up to the surface, plans working. Go to resuscitate him. Obviously doesn't work. He's dead. Film over. Richard, you've got three more. Uh, bang through them. It's, it's four now, so oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to really bang through them. First of all, Deep Blue Sea. Samuel L. Jackson, yes. just shark, just out of nowhere, just chomping him in off. Glorious. Uh, so he's definitely not doing second, impression. <laughs> second one is um, in The Raid. Uh, I can't remember who the characters are but I remember dude getting kicked through door standing up other guy jumping up and driving oh. his throat down onto the like yes. jagged remains the of splinters. the door yes. um, third one uh, Haunting of Hill House yep. um, 
Yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might want to hum. Um, bent neck lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Am I safe? Yeah, yeah, you're safe. And the fourth, audience fourth one for all of you Game of Thrones out there, just oh, because... No, 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 no. Uh, it's, it's a horrible moment when you realise that Hodor has been predicting his own death his yeah. entire life. Yeah, that's filth. Sorry, I freaked out then because I have not watched any Game of Thrones You've got and I am just you know. about to start watching it. It's, um, yeah, there's, there's something really sad about that moment. Yeah. So Jason has had a lot of good kills uh, through, through the years. Um, there's the sleeping bag against the tray. It's quite an iconic one. Mm-hmm. Just slamming some people into a tree. <laughs> one of my favourite deaths of, of all time was actually in Freddy vs. Jason. Yes. And it's when there's the douche asshole jock guy and they've just finished having sex he's upstairs and he's like get away from me you smell have a shower and then he's just drinking beer he goes to drink some beer and then like he's like in bed and Jason's just stood behind him and then he stabs him through the back multiple times with a machete gets both ends of the bed and then just snaps them (laughs) together and his legs and his head are just the wrong way and he's still alive for that for a minute absolutely brilliant I think every horror fan I, th- I think the film peaked there, to be honest. <laughs> I think it was absolutely incredible. So good. So, yeah, that, that, that would be that would be Do me. Do we have any extra cool ones on social media? I know Dave mentioned uh, Bob's death in Halloween to me on set the other day, Ooh. where he's just nailed to the wall by a big old just knife. so many, so many. Okay. Um, so, I mean, over on Instagram... So, I put out a, a question on Instagram and Facebook about what people's greatest movie deaths were. So... We got, um, actually speaking about us, we got one. Uh, they liked Elizabeth Moss's character and her family getting murdered to the Beach Boys. Good vibrations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thought that was kind of, was kind of genius. Cool. That is good. We've had another one for uh, Freddie sucking Johnny Depp into the bed. <laughs> Wondered where I was going with that, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. And then the, the Typhoon of Blood, that's from Jasmine Quinn. Uh, the Us reference was from Sam underscore D underscore Hogarth. So thanks for the follow. My mum commented, because she's sweet like that. She liked uh, Captain Quint, Robert Shaw's character, just getting it when the boat starts sinking. Yes. Um, Uh, Do you want me to interject with some from Facebook? Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. Uh, Luke Parker's gone with Boromir from Lord of the Rings, so he's agreed with... You bastards! As I said, Ben Bloor said uh, 006 in Goldeneye. Sean Bean's career, says Michael Sales. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, yep. Dino Watton says uh, Universal Soldier, Dolph Lundgren. Mm. Gary Oldman in Leon. And uh, The Crow, Top Dollar. So he's gone for three. Oh, no, he's gone for Ooh. four. Final Fight in the Raid 2, which is another... Yes. Oh, yeah. Glorious. Uh, is it is it Barbara in Stranger Things? Barb. Barb. Yeah, that is... Oh. That one's a good one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag justice to Barb. Yeah, just <laughs> Daniel Bonser has come out with Umbridge 100% pink prick. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair... Absolutely to love be that one. Well she doesn't actually... No, she's dead. Die. She just kind of gets she, carried off she, by centaurs, doesn't she? Definitely. Yeah, but she's I mean, she definitely tired, does, but it's, it's, it's implied. But we, we want her to die. So yeah, we do fine. want her to die because she's a... <laughs> Oh, 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 another, another Game of Thrones. You might want to buy Joffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the poison? Yeah. yeah. yeah I've seen that. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Same ones, cool. We had from Johan, um, good friend Johan, also known as Mr. Creek. He said, oh, man, uh, he likes when the mother gets thrown out the hospital window and mm-hmm. lands right on an ambulance. Oh, the irony. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. 
Um, and then we've got another one for Ghost Ship as well. Um, from uh, a good friend of mine from college uh, called Becky, who is quite short, so she said her shortness would come in handy if that were to happen. <laughs> just slices she'd over the just, top. She'd just slide just right under that wire, she'd be fine. Another one that wasn't on the socials, but um, I spoke to Sarah Thomas last night. Hi, Sazity. She also mentioned pretty much all of the Final Destination yeah. deaths. And it's, it's pretty... In all of their glory. Uh, Matthew Taylor is uh, the random thug in Action Jackson. Jackson, even. Gets, uh, <laughs> action action Jackson. Gets kicked out of a window, flies across an alley and smashes through a window on the opposite side of a building. That sounds True. amazing. Yeah, I think we need uh, to find that. Luke yes. Parker says the kid from the beginning of A Quiet Place because what a dumbass. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Declan yeah. Pierce oh, says... God, the fact they yeah. went there. Uh, mm. Says the whole fight but uh, rather than just the death but over any issues in uh, Kill Bill yeah gotta mm. say I agree Tommy Draper, oh yes I, I was gonna mention hard. that but forgot um, Keith Allen yeah. says there's a choking basket case yeah it's where his eyes pop out it's just, it's just a little bit <laughs> Mark Fowler says Emil from Robocop Tom Brumpton says the end of the Wicker Man not the new one there's quite one. a talk pretty, about that one pretty much any of the kills from the Greasy Strangler There's so many oh my <laughs> gosh yes anything in the original Total Recall says Natasha Man Harwood so many uh, Sean Connery in The Untouchables oh, yes. Untouchables. see Ben from Jones Andrew, yes. from Andrew Shaw Ben, ben has gone for the uh, Fossil Death Lion King I think we've got to get one more from each of you and then probably wrap it up because this is getting well, we're, we're, all, we're almost there Johan also said Big Trouble in Little China Sam the bit down. where a guy just blows up yeah Sam Down Joan Philip from A Nightmare on Elm Street oh can I just add one more uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one just the it's prime time bitch facing a television I think Nightmare on Elm Street 3 had some pretty magnificent uh, yeah. ones I like that and obviously the puppet one with this uh, oh god yeah Sam's suggestion thank you for that uh, Nicole Allen Scream 4 Jill's Death a bit cringe but a bit iconic she even quoted, you forget the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't f*** with the original. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Love that death. Also speaks about the ending to 2018 Halloween. Pretty great moment there. Yeah. No spoilers. I'm on Rocky Tour says Rambo 2 when the general gets blown up by a bow and arrow. Toby Bradford says Ellen Page in Super. Nick mm. Woodford says T-800 in Terminator Judgment Day. Oh, mm. amazing. Yes. Chris Milros, a, a big spoiler here. Tyler Durden at the end of Fight Club. Mm. Jordan Norton just <laughs> in says, case nobody's seen Fight Club Jordan oh, Fisher says Loki. <laughs> Redhead with a nail gun in Final Destination 3 yeah magnificent Martin Weston says Unicorn in Transformers the mo- Unicron not Uni- Unicorn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. a Unicorn in Transformers uh, Unicron in Transformers the movie Lewis Brough says True Lies when he fires the rockets from the jet that's such a cool one and he flies off and he's oh going, oh. yeah then we uh, finish with two from Jaws we've got Garth Munders who said uh, Captain Quinn from Jaws again and then Toby Reese, opening chomp of Jaws. So many deaths to go through. So many I think deaths. we've probably come up with a lot more than we thought we would. Yeah, well, yeah. we went on for longer than I thought. Well, yeah, before. definitely. Yeah. We had a good chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny go. that we care so much about these characters or the way that they, they pass away That's in it. front of us. <laughs> I think it's because it. we're just naturally curious as people. Like, we don't actually know what happens, do we? So mm. it's yeah. all good just to see someone go into a wood chipper every it's... now and then. Oh, <laughs> Tucker and Dale. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to himself into the wood <laughs> I have had a doozy, doozy of a day. <laughs> so good. Such a good film. So that has brought us to the end of episode three of the Super Freak Media podcast, No Goals Allowed. We will see you next month 
or you can listen to us. We probably won't see you. Um, but you can listen to us next month. Um, we are going to be talking about unpopular opinions about movies. So it's not going to be about horror movies, but it's an unpopular opinion that we all have, and we are going to defend it against everybody else. There'll be links in the description, so keep up with us on Instagram, on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We've got a YouTube channel. Check out our short films. Um, we're all over the place, so keep up to date. And remember... Keep it creepy and see you on the other side. I wasn't sure if we were going to...